Hello, and welcome to EdTech Download. EdTech Download is a production of the American Institutes for Research and our partners at the Jefferson Education Accelerator. AIR and JEA are embarking on some really exciting work together to try and move the field and inspire entrepreneurs, education leaders, and researchers to think differently about how they approach EdTech, how it's studied, and how it's implemented in the field. I'm Marshall Conley, Senior Consultant with AIR, and your host. Today is the third installment in our discussion of the 2016 National Education Technology Plan. I'm joined once again by AIR's Tracy Gray and Larry Friedman, as well as Bart Epstein of the Jefferson Education Accelerator. So far, we've looked at two issues, equity and active use. Today, we want to get into the third prominent theme within the plan, leadership. Tracy, I'd like you to spend a little time explaining how the plan defines leadership how it's different from traditional ways of talking about leadership and what we already know about good leadership and how it applies to educational technology. That's that's a really good question, Marshall. When we looked at school districts that had successful leaders in place, those soft skills were really critical because many times people in leadership roles assume that people in their schools, in their districts, are very excited about bringing technology to their schools. But in in many instances, quite the contrary. Teachers, parents in particular, want to know how these tools are going to be used. What, What improvements to the instruction will these tools offer? And parents are asking hard questions because they want to make sure not only that their monies are well spent, but that their children are in fact enhancing their educational experience rather than just doing busy work using a technology school. So it's really critical that leaders take the time to engage all of the key stakeholders, make sure that they have a voice in why this is being brought to their school, uh, the selection of tools, obviously not at a very micro level, but at a larger level. How, how are these large investments being made? And ensuring that there's a level of transparency so that everyone involved and who will be touched by these major investments will feel committed to these new initiatives and want to work through the bumps that are going to occur along the way, and that they're going to really be able to take the long view on how technology, technology technology-related tools are going to enhance both teaching and learning. I think it's also important that we collectively acknowledge that the skills it takes to be a good leader of a large education institution today are different than the skills that were needed 20 or 30 years ago. Overseeing a large amount of technology and implementations and evaluation of what to bring on board and how to get the most out of it is is new to a lot of people. And when we speak with school leaders and district leaders, we often hear uh, reticence and concern that they haven't been trained formally in their 
schools of education or their superintendent prep programs. And I think we're still in the early days where a lot of leaders are learning as they go from their peers and they're making it up and they're working extra hard to try to be creative. And uh, I think collectively we need to be as supportive as possible um, of those people and to encourage them to take risks and to learn, but uh, to also recognize that by definition, when you do new things, you're going to have lessons learned the hard way. Not every implementation is going to go smoothly. Uh, not everyone is going to be properly bought in. Uh, we're in the early days of these technology adoptions and uh, doing the proper research to understand what works and why and when and for whom um, are really paramount. I think we can't underscore enough the need for uh, school leaders to do their homework or to bring in people who can help them do their homework. Uh, even uh, recently, we hear stories about schools that buy uh, tablets and don't budget to purchase apps. Uh, these basic kinds of things that we just assume people know and people are going to build into their budgets, they don't necessarily do that because they haven't had the training, as Bart noted, to really be deliberate and thoughtful and comprehensive in thinking about everything that they need to have in place in order to have a successful technology implementation effort. Bart, is that a role that a developer can play? So, you know, we are, t you know, two of our key audiences here, these developers and the, the leaders, are, we're really talking about a in some ways, a buyer-seller relationship. And so in what ways could that be ad advantageous to the developers in our audience who are, are looking to get into this market? It's very important to know your market and to understand to whom you are selling and what their needs are. A lot of times developers, and by developers I don't mean individual developers of software, I mean companies that develop technology for schools, underestimate how important implementation is and how important training and documentation and support are. Schools are already over-programmed, under-resourced in many cases, and need help implementing products and services in a way that is rapid, and high quality and doesn't require a lot of independent training. So the more that developers can create products that at least to start with are very easy to use out of the box um, and get some initial buy-in from the early adopters, uh, the more likely they are to see people buying in and really starting to use all the features. But you can't go straight from zero to 60 uh, when you're building this kind of software. This concludes our discussion of the 2016 National Education Technology Plan. I want to thank Tracy, Bart, and Larry for joining me over these three episodes and really having a great discussion about what educators, leaders, researchers, and developers can get out of the plan. If you're interested in reading the plan, you can visit it at the Office of Ed Tech's webpage, tech.ed.gov. If you missed the other two episodes in this series discussing the National Ed Tech Plan, you can catch up with them at AIR.org slash JEA partnership. 
Thanks for listening. We'll see you online.